Flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. Alright, so this is the Flogcast for round four. The Emotionally Checked Out Tiger Starboons is here. And I'm joined by returning for the first time since last year or two years ago. We've got a few... We call this, this the heritage episode, I think, of the vlogcast because returning we have <laughs> one of our foundation members, the loudest member of the West Coast Boo crowd, Bender. Good evening. Also, we have returning a bit too late to drink up the bathwater from the Bulldogs, we have Ant. Yeah, I thought I'd have a bite this week. <laughs> and also <laughs> joining us for her first appearance this year, I think, the leader of Bay 13's badge gang from West Coast, Wushet. Hey guys and girls. Good it is. There's plenty to go with this week, but let's have a crack at that first up. Can I have a combined goo and tears? Sure. For Liam Ryan and for, for first of all, actually, you know, showing something at the Eagles and then looks like he's broken his ankle in the same game. You guys don't know who Liam Ryan is, do you? <laughs> so how am I going to describe him? Um, is he is he's the... <laughs> How do we politically correctly describe him? He is the second pick or the third pick for the Eagles this year. Small oh, forward. Yeah. The guy. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> He's, um, according to Always Balling, Black Excellence. Hashtag Black Excellence, I think. So, so did he actually break it, did he? There's some, well, apparently he's uh, been advised it's an extended period on the sidelines. Oh, yeah, he, won't, he, won't the, be, he won't be back kick. within the next month, I think, is the gist. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, from the soccer goal when he landed on it in the goal square, mm. gave us back the lead and then came off straight away. Mm. Ouch. It's hurt a few super coach teams too, so I think everybody can have a bit of tears over that particular one. Yeah. That's true. Just he's, leading he's on from choice. that one, did anybody see the guy at the Masters do his ankle? Did any of you see that? No. I heard of him. He got a hole in one, didn't he? He's he doing celebrating. Yeah, celebrating, jumping around, and he was sort of jumping backwards, and he dislocated his ankle like the whole thing came out sideways. (laughs) And he just reached down and pushed it back in and carried on. (laughs) You had to see it; it was crazy. He just like casually leaned down and like just with his hand just pushed his ankle back in. As you do, it's making me making me cringe thinking about it. Oh. Google it. It's real. It looks insane. So I'm Google it now, and all I'm getting is Happy Gilmore clips. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I've got some goo. I'll go goo. Obviously, Nick Nat. Like, wow, he he's just so athletic. He's just so good, and he makes so athletic. a massive difference. He is. He's an athlete. No. Which one's Nick Nat again? How would you describe him? <laughs> <laughs> The big fella. Um, yeah, he was just sensational. Probably plays a free man off, isn't he? Well, according to them, he's over overrated, overpaid, over everything. So, you know. But, yeah, goo definitely for him. We're just so much of a better team when he's playing, you know. Like, he just makes such a massive difference. And to come back like that after he hasn't played for, what, roughly a year and a half or something? Basically, Season yeah. and a half. So, yeah. And... Um, who else got some goo? Um, well, I've got, I've got Shep- sorry. Shepherd, definitely, yeah. Shepherd got some goo. And tears, tears the score review system. That is just <laughs> gone to the shit completely. I'm not against it if it's used, you know, just to see if the, if 
the ball hit the goalpost or something that's, you know, maybe a little bit dodgy like that. But they're just taking it to everything now. If the umpire calls it, let him do his job. Leave it alone, you know. And the reviews are like, what, a minute and a half, two minutes or something, and they still get the fucking thing wrong. And it was actually, this one was at a crucial time in the game, and it was wrong. After all that, it was wrong. What is the point if they're going to get it wrong anyway? Because that would have been called a goal without the review, and yet they got it wrong on review, which if if that sounds stupid, it's because it it is. It sounds ridiculous. It's they need a bit of cricket stupid. stuff, like, you know, some hotspot and DRS and <laughs> Snicko. That's like that Kawaja one from years ago in the Ashes where he didn't hit it and they reviewed it. And you can see there's half a foot between the bat and the ball and, the umpire, and they still give it. It's just like... Yeah. <clears throat> that was just really, st- really stupid. I'm going to steal a joke from the, the West Coast board and someone said, that, to be fair to the guy that was doing the goal review, he was, he was thinking about the rave he had to put on after the final <laughs> siren. So he's too distracted from that, you know, to, to think about judging it properly. <laughs> the rave lights. <laughs> I've got some tears from the weekend. I really feel bad for Joey Danaher. I mean, <laughs> 16 points down, you take a mark with 10 metres out and then you handball. With the momentum going your way, now oh, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> How dumb do you have to be? Take your kicks, man. From that far out, he he would have he would have done it side on anyway. He would have got to be a wanker about it too. Like look like he's kicking a hard snap because that's what he does from that close. That was pretty funny though. And seeing fucking that little fat rodent Josh Green fuck it up too was just part of the fun. Well, I was gonna have tears for the reviews, but. Wushet's sort of stolen that. So I have tears for something else officiating related. <laughs> the bounce. Did anyone notice how many got called back on Friday night? And it happened throughout the weekend, but they were just... Well, isn't this conspiracy theory that um, uh, they did it on purpose to try and get rid of the bounce? <laughs> They're throwing the bounce, you reckon? They have well, to be doing it on purpose. And then the umpiring... Um, the bounce. Yeah, and then uh, whoever's looking after the umpires now, um, is it Hawking? He's actually come out and said, no, that's ridiculous. We would never take on our bouncing. <laughs> it's just like... I have to find the article again. Ump's critics are disgrace. There you go. AFL slams media. <laughs> was it Bannister? Was Bannister the old Carlton player that became the uh, the umpire? Yeah, and he couldn't bounce it, could he? Yeah, because well, he he's just tanking his in his blood, that's why. He was just going to help it. But we <laughs> ruined the bounce. He was a trendsetter, man. <laughs> Wasn't the bounce the biggest issue they had when they tried some uh, female umpires? Yeah, that was she couldn't bounce it, um, Elaine. Yeah, so that might have something to do with the tanking too. No, apparently it's apparently it hurts their backs, which was never a problem before. But now, Mm. now they can't do it. Now they can't bounce it straight. And yeah, it has to be a conspiracy. They fucked it up so many times Mm. to start this season. It has to be on purpose. Like there were Bronx cheers during the third quarter. I was at Friday night's game when one went up straight and it was just like, it was whole crowd wise. It wasn't even just, you know, one team does the Bronxies. It was just everybody knew that it had been disgraceful. Mm. It'll be gone by next season. It will be. Sadly. Yeah. Unfortunately. Maybe maybe they can have super bounces. (laughs) (laughs) Umpire X, man. That can be the new off season (laughs) thing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe they can start the game off with, they'll get a drone, they'll fly it in via drone and have the drone sit above the square and drop the ball and fly <laughs> away. So that will be the new bounce or something like that. 
You know, Gil's sitting there writing notes as we speak because <laughs> he listens in. He's on our Skype. Oh, the cut of his jib. Get <laughs> me 50 drones right now. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll, we'll cover them in LED lights that flash, flash, flash. Speaking of LED lights and the flashing and all that, we'll begin with Geelong West Coast, which is probably the most entertaining game of the round. This had a lot going on in it. It was a good contest in the end, but it was bizarrely funny finish overall. What we got on that? So we know that um, Geelong players and fences don't go very well. <laughs> yeah, they drop their knees into the fence yeah. and things happen. You know, it's not like Sal would <laughs> give the ball. Well, can you imagine if Sal would hit it? If the other guy started bleeding, can you imagine if Sal would went to the fence? He'd, he'd tear his throat out. <laughs> be like something out of a slaughterhouse. Do you, I reckon he would have got a free kick for it as well if, if someone ran into the fence. They're like, no, no, that's it. Even if he fell over his own feet. Would you say it's part of our new cheat ground advantage is the uh, the close fence? You've got your cheat ground with your yeah your rough fence. And we'll, I'm sure this will all come out, but all the West Coast players probably have like calloused hands and stuff in preparation. You know, they've been practicing with something just to toughen up those hands over the off season so they can push into the fence and not start bleeding. And but Tui was pushed into the fence, wasn't he? Um, was I, well, he, he was too near me. I, I know I saw Blitzarves fall over. Was it Blitzarves? Yeah, Blitzarves. Yeah, he yeah. didn't need to be pushed. He, he's just clumsy. Yeah, he fell over. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of them who was had fourteen stitches in his hand. That's more than Selwood has in his head per game. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know how they got away with that. that what were they saying? That the uh, the LEDs are sharp when you first put them in, but they smooth out over time. <laughs> <laughs> is this erosion, is it? Is it the wind yeah. going to smooth yeah, them out? Yeah, that's it. The Fremantle doctor will erode them down and they'll be nice and smooth. You know, like, well, I've, I've got um, you LED know. downlights at my house. Maybe I'll just put my hand on them and see if I cut myself because they're fairly good. <laughs> Let's test her theory out. Yeah, we'll just do one today and do one in two years' time and um, yeah. and let us know how it goes. Yeah. Did you Brad Scott complain about it or Chris Scott? Which one's the – it's Chris, isn't it's it? It's Chris. the Geelong um, one. Did, no, did he complain he, about the LEDs? No, he's all for a cheap ground that, advantage. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was actually oh, – he, he, was, he was pretty reserved. I think it was on – was it 360 he was on? I saw him. Yeah. He was, he was quite was, reserved. You could see he was seething, but he kind of kept it, you know, he kept it on the low. He's still upset with Clarkson and the whole ducking thing, isn't he? Yeah, no, he couldn't hold back on that. That was pretty yeah. – there was so much butthurt came out over that when that got raised. That's all right. Piopolo kind of ducked this week, didn't he? Yeah, he did, but it doesn't make it okay. <laughs> yeah, so the fence and the goal review were farcical. What else have we... I thought Geelong played pretty well, considering they no- they normally, after playing epic games against Hawthorne, they normally shit the next week. Yeah, well, they did well to get back into the game before yeah. all the injuries hit and West Coast basically pinched it. Like, the goal review probably should have halted their momentum a bit earlier if it had mm. gone the right way. But and it's interesting, they had the same amount of go- scoring shots as well. But, yeah, Ablett pulls a hammy and, yeah... Um, so Wood goes missing. Stop the presses. The 30s player has a hammy. Yeah, I know. They had a bad day or a bad night all around, really. They lost. They had three players. They were down to one on the bench at the end, weren't they? They had two players shred their hands on the fence, you know. <laughs> Nick Nat monstered them. Nick Nat. So oh, how was that tackle? Oh, how <laughs> who was that, was, poor, that who was that poor kid? Oh, he. he Tossed him over his head like a ragdoll. <laughs> it's like a like, wrestling move. <laughs> just flopping around like it was beautiful. Um, it sounds like he had a bit of Geelong... te- tears there for Geelong. Maybe we should have had that at the intro. He feel sorry for them. Oh, yes, I feel, I feel very sorry for Geelong. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck no. No way. 
but West Coast probably deserved to win that game. Geelong really only played about a quarter and a bit of football. Um, yeah. And it was good football, but they caught them on the hop a bit. What about the Sunday night, <laughs> the disco, <laughs> when Hawkins kicked <laughs> <laughs> All the lights started flashing. <laughs> songs started playing. Oh, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I think is I reckon they they were probably after the win they were going to let Benny out of his cage onto the ground so he could dance in the uh, in the light show. <laughs> bring, bring him bring him back on for you know a bit of nostalgia and have him, have him having a fit out under the lights. Like a, I was cut himself the, to shreds on the LEDs. <laughs> I was waiting for the centre of the ground to sort of like lower and then like a, a dance floor come up, you know, with the checkered lights. You know, like yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe with sure just sort of coming out, popping out in the middle or something, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking the 2006 well, it, it, side coming back is, out to. <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah, a, it is a modern ground for WA, so having like a 1980s theme seems to fit in perfectly, doesn't it? Yeah, she's she's still topping the charts over here, man. <laughs> so um, you were there, um, Bender. What 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 were the lights like actually when you were there? It, like? It's funny because at the time it happened, I think we were too. Like, we were too stoked that the game was over and we'd won. And then it kind of took a second to think, like, hang on, there's someone kicking on goal here. Like, well, why, why are the lights flashing like crazy and the, and the song's playing, you know? Then they usually, they usually wait till the goal is kicked or missed or whatever. But I think – so I think someone maybe had a bit of a, a mess in their shorts and pressed the button a bit too early or something. I don't know. It was a, it was a bit weird. But it, it kind of took – it took a few seconds to sink in. Like, it, it wasn't just straight away because we were too busy, obviously, getting stoked about the win. Yeah. yeah, but I think it might have been honestly a bit of whoever's the ground day manager. If they if they work directly for the Eagles, has obviously been waiting all summer to put this light show on for them to get a win, and then they finally got it. So yeah. they're just like, "Oh, put it on, put it on," you know. Yeah. So, mm, so I think I'm kind of a bit like that, but it was it was cool. But you know, it's like it was a two bit guys premature. Yes. But yes. It was funny. It was funny at the time. It, it, it kind of pushed <laughs> off Geelong's night, really, didn't it? it just, well, look, he still, he still kicked the goal, and it was like a real tough goal as well. It yeah, wasn't an easy kick it. that he it kicked. Was, mm. it, but it's funny, like, the fence the fence just would not leave Geelong alone all game. <laughs> it's still haunting him after the siren. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so is this, called, is this called Fence Gate or Gate Gate? Gate fence. Uh, gate fence. Um, gate fence. Well, the siren's gone and Tui and Blixarves are trying to shake hands and along comes the fence to troll them further. <laughs> Just, um, <laughs> but no, West, West Coast were good. Nick Nat makes them look a lot better. Like, it's funny, West Coast cop a lot over the midfield and, you know, how contested it is. But when Nick Nat puts mm. it into space, like some of the ones he gave to Shuey on the weekend, that's the sort yeah. of difference he makes. Yeah, and uh, I want to. I've got a bit of goo too, actually, which I forgot about, which I wanted to throw in. Sam Mitchell. I mean, you know, we did cop a little bit when we recruited him, but at the end of the day, we didn't really recruit him to play. All right, he played one season, but that was, you know, to help us out and get to know the group and how they play. I would assume, and but I, I've got no doubt that he's got a lot to do with how well we're playing at the moment. You know, he would have bought a lot of experience, a lot of hardness. We got rid of Pritis, who, you know, I'll never bag him. He's fantastic. He was a fantastic player, legend. but he, he Well, hang he's on. We've got, we got, we got two West 
you know, West Coast supporters here, so fifty percent of you have to bag him. According to <laughs> nah. I, I, I was doing it in. I was doing it in my mind. It's all right. Was... <laughs> could you not hear? Could you not hear the gnashing of teeth? <laughs> no, I, won't, I won't ever bag him. I, I was a fan, but it was he. He retired at the right time. He, he Were you a fan of his kicking? Look, like past ten meters? Yeah. yeah no, I didn't ask that question about the brown low. I asked him about yeah. kicking. Yes. I'll say yes. I think he did more good than he did bad, so I'll say yes. But what I'm saying is I think him retiring, Sammy coming in to, you know, coach the midfield there and a few new players in, I think we look we look like a rejuvenated team at the moment and I think you have to give a bit of goo to um, Sammy for that. Um, I saw him sitting down there at half time with the boys and having a chat and all that, and yeah, I just I think he's going to make a good. Um, I think will make a good difference to our. We needed it. We were stale. We looked like a stale team. We've looked like a stale team for a few years. Just before we move on from that game, yep. Bender. So you've had a chance to experience two games, I'm guessing, at the new stadium. Yeah. How does it stack up as far as the reverberation of the booze? Is it still the same hostile environment? Can you still get that? noise of affirmation going on with the larger stadium? I think the acoustics are better for the booze, but I think the crowd is still kind of getting used to this new area and isn't quite putting the same effort into their booze. So is it kind of like they're going, oh, it's no longer wooden seats, they're plastic. I feel yeah, exa- this is That's exactly what it is. They're like, they're like, hang on, cup holders. And like, you know, people, you know, kind of teetering around them, afraid to sit too close to them, you know? like <laughs> I'm not angry about my seat. I'm not already enraged. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> They, this is this is a true story. The the place where I sat with I sat on at Subi, the toilets in, in my block had a broken lock on the shitter for fifteen years. They, they never got fixed. And for me to be able to go into the toilet at the moment and lock the door is just this like huge issue. Like, you know, I'm like high fiving people on the way out for like, you know, not walking in on me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, honestly, it's, it's. I think that yeah, the, the screaming is a lot louder. But I don't know. Does it sound like people aren't booing no. as much? I think it does. No, you know? no. But considering there's ten thousand more people there, there was fifty four, wasn't there? And yeah, so there's fifty plus definitely. Yeah, I think it was close to fifty four, and the capacity of Subi was. I mean, if we had forty thousand there, it was practic- practically yeah. capacity. So you had ten thousand people more. And I think that um, goal review, especially at <laughs> Subi, I reckon it would have bought the. I reckon the whole place <laughs> would have cracked the, the foundation. <laughs> it would have exploded. Would have, wouldn't have needed yeah, a controlled just... demolition at the end of the day. Just play that goal <laughs> review at Subi, and then the yeah. fans would bring the place down. Do you know what I mean? So for ten thousand people more, I didn't think the booing was as loud as it should have been. No, it doesn't feel like it. That's, con- that's concerning that one of the great traditions might be disappearing from our game. Yeah, Just I think like the it's, it's the 12,000 new people. The 12,000 new people need to, to to be broken in as such, you know what I mean? They yeah, need to learn yeah. that they've they got to complain about everything. All the In The Wings members don't know what it's really like. So there's, exactly. a combination, so there's a combination of new people and less splinters in your ass. So nobody is angry right now, basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And and and, and the other oh, just get them to bang on the fence. That'll piss a few of them off. 
<laughs> so literally, when you're in there and someone goes, oh, sorry, mate. <laughs> you got your pants uh, well, because, <laughs> Of the, the, the fairly infrequent occasions that I would take a dump at the footy, let's be honest, I don't, you know, it's not something that you want to do regularly. Yeah. I'd, you'd just be yeah. like, I'd, I'd just be holding the door closed, you know what I mean? So. Oh, there's nothing worse when you're trying to hold the door closed with one foot and sit on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. You wonder why we're so angry, Ed. Oh. <laughs> walked out of there, like, you know, ready to punch on and boo everything I can, you know? Oh, no toilet paper. That's... What do you do, man? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I take bits of the splinters out of my ass. And... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's go to the next game, which was, um, yeah, the dogs have put Essendon into a nosedive. And we did preempt this last week saying how good it would be if. The dogs rolled Essendon after all the pre-season hype, and sure enough, they put a massive pin in Essendon's season, and Essendon did not take it well. Well, it was always on the cards. I mean, they have the worst midfield in the in the league. They've got no contested ball winners, and that's that's the Bulldogs' strength. We're coming off a couple of crap weeks. Barrett's been calling us out saying, you know, the players aren't kicking to each other and bullshit like that. Of course they're going to come out firing. And Essendon... You know, they had their chances. Of course, Joe Danaher fucking it up was just one of many mistakes for the day. Stringer barely touched it. Well, if the dogs kicked straight, it would have been a 60-point loss. <laughs> I mean, they blitzed them in the first couple of quarters. 14, it was only towards the end. 14 goals, 20. Mm. It was good to be back on the winners list. Um, winners are grinners. And current, right now, too bad um, Dan isn't on, because I can't, I can't go on about old man North, but we are, on average, the youngest team in the league by about 20-something percent. <laughs> One of the dogs guys on the Bulldogs board is a statistician type, so apparently, yeah. With, uh, I, I thought you were going to say winners are grinners and losers are biters for a second. <laughs> oh, that, that works. Just before we come to Conor McGregor, do we have <laughs> Morgs? Hello. Hi, Morgs. Hi. Hi. Morgs. Hi. Hi. We're just talking about biting. Oh. Sink your teeth into it. You just came <laughs> in at the right time. Oh, so I, I had a question. Mm. If there was any ever a bulldog to bite, why would you bite the dick? Tinder dicks. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like the obvious choice to me. Well, well that, yeah, that's the thing they could. That's the, that's the defence because his nickname is Tinder Dixon at the dog. So McKenna should, <laughs> McKenna should go the defence of um. He already had that from the girl he hooked up the night before. With. <laughs> <laughs> but I, well, I love obviously you. the um. All the, the drugs, you know, the drugs are injected with a few years ago have all started to take effect and they're turning into fucking vampires, you know, like the walking dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a, the side effects of boners, a tan yeah, and biting people. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen someone so angry at being caught in a tackle, though. <laughs> yeah, no, this, is, this is where how, how low Essendon's recruiting has gone to. They're, they're trying to... Bring the undead into their squad. <laughs> it's just no good. Doesn't it seem like a massive overreaction to something that was very normal that would happen during a game. Have you guys heard um, what McKenna has said as his defence? No. I probably wouldn't understand it if he did say it. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, he's come out and said that um, he's completely innocent and Dixon pushed his face into his. Therefore, he went a bit lower and bit him on the neck. Oh, that, that's, that's his defence. Apparently he doesn't wear a mouth guard either, so that's part of his defence. Uh, what, what he was saying was I was going to actually bite his nose off, but he pushed my head down and I got him on the neck instead. Awesome. This is all very sexual. I, I can't help but feel that this is there's more to it than just, you know, 
I went down and I bit his neck. I think McKenna has swiped right for Tinder Dixon. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of those really bizarre things. You don't hear about it often. It's like, it's completely wrong. But at the same time, you just go, how the fuck do you end up in this point? I was actually reading on the Essendon board that they were saying that this happens quite a lot in garlic football. They bite each other. So... (laughs) They're actually one of them actually said, um, and I thought it was quite clever that they should go for, um, you know, this is racist, you know, cultural discrimination. Yes, go the Katie Brennan defense. <laughs> Biting is just an Irish thing. <laughs> they see something that looks like a potato and they chomp down. <laughs> well, you often bite in Tom Boyd. They could have taken a bite out of any of those players because they're all fucking potatoes. <laughs> And they're well cooked. And Stringer had a great game. He's got the Stone Cold Steve Austin look going right now. Have you seen the bald head? Shocking. It'd be, it's probably better than it was before, though. I don't know. I think the Spring was Onion that, was better than... The blonde than top knot, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I think I prefer the Spring Onion, man. He looked like Ric Flair before, so if he looks like <laughs> Steve Austin, how yeah, that's better. He's... Basically, a 23-year-old going through a really weird midlife crisis. Well, like, considering he, ha- he did have kids like 10 years ago, so that makes sense. <laughs> All the, but as we were saying earlier, though, back to the game, I'm, Essendon have been found out. They've got a, a forward line. They've got a hooker who can play it down back when they've got no midfield. They've got a forward line. That's it. You can't yeah, the win. midfield's still the problem, and none of the guys they brought in address that. For all the stringers going to play midfield, you know he's re- that's he's gone and taken a dump on that particular theory. <laughs> oh, what's Smith doing? Playing forward, I think. Yeah, and, and of course they've got Saad down back, who's not accountable. So that's always you so know he's shocked. Basically... He's, he's basically he's in the back line. He's saying I'm shocked to be sitting here. You know, <laughs> they've basically got the opposite problem that we've got. We've got that many mids. Yeah, if you merged your teams together, you'd have a fully functioning AFL side. Except we wouldn't do that because we don't merge with cheats. No, or merge at all, Hawthorne. No. Anything else on any of that? I think we went pretty light on Conor McGregor. I mean, he hasn't had a good week. I think his name's Conor McKenna. <laughs> same thing. The Irish are all the same. How would you describe them? Well, angry. angry. Same, te- same temperament, really. Like Conor <laughs> McGregor's had some success. Conor McKenna's a nobody. <laughs> well, he's had some success based on the Taylor Walker description of it. No, no, he hasn't listened and don't win finals either. Um, nothing else on that? It was pretty funny to see the dogs come out and do that to us, and after everything that's happened in the first few weeks, it really just resets a lot of expectations. And I did like um, a lot of people getting stuck into Damien Barrett after the game. Over his, like the dogs don't kick to each other and stuff like that. It was even uh, media people were going, oh, Will Anderson had a crack at him. Um, Post uh, Matt Dougie, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that guy believe that. Um, Lockie Hunter's dad had a crack at Barrett as well. There's a few people who haven't digs at Barrett over that thing. So. <laughs> There's a poster on the TD board to Droop Street Danny, and, and I reckon it's Danny McGinley. Nice. Just because his name's Danny. <laughs> That's like Bombers getting all upset because Lunch Lady Doris was in there. <laughs> uh, I bet Danny did it, like years ago. That, he wasn't that funny back then. He's still pretty average now. <laughs> well, obviously, he lost his job. <laughs> oh, he's one line. all right. Let's move on from that game really quickly. Do anyone see the Colas and the Giants? Uh, I've seen a little bit of it. Tim Taranto Tim missing Taranto. from the goal square. 
Fucking hell. <laughs> oh, I think I laughed for about 10 minutes at Tim Taranto after that. It's, it's oh, just like Danaher's one, but he would have lined up directly in front. Yeah, he was like five metres out, took a mark, surrounded by people for some reason, and he played on. It was, just... it was basically Nick Revolt, Heath Shaw. Oh, but the best part of it was Nick Revolt was in commentary. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, then they, and then they gave it to Nick Revolt for about five minutes. <laughs> and, and then Heath Shaw took the mark, and then they're like, oh, he's, he's, speaking of his Heath Shaw, and I was like, not again. <laughs> it was really funny. Like, Alistair Lynch is like, oh, it happened to me in 1989 against Sauce, blah, blah, blah. And, and everyone Rimpot said, goes, shut the fuck up, Alistair Lynch. Nobody cares. Rewalt goes, was it a grand final? Like, no. <laughs> well, at least he's got a sense of humour about it. Oh, well, he, he had to. It was just the perfect the perfect scenario, and he absolutely copped it, but he took it really well. So um, is, are we talking about those old schoolgirl photos still? Or? <laughs> no. <laughs> From Armitage, he took it really well. No, I, mean, I thought Zach Armitage took it really well. <laughs> Oh, yes, hat tipped Armitage. But, yeah, the Coles did enough to beat him. The Giants probably didn't make the most of their chances when they had the chance with Toronto fucking up at the end there and a couple of other mistakes. Yeah, Lob, Lob missed. I think if Lob had a kick that kicked his shot on goal and Toronto hadn't have had a fucking brain fart, the Giants would have been right in it. But, yeah, the Coles just kicked kicked away. That goal from Buddy. Buddy it oh. was a very good goal, but apparently if you listen to the commentators, it's like 80 metres out or some bullshit. You're like... <laughs> Are you kicking yeah, it from he... nearly 60, 65? It was all long. That's, that's SCG numbers though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Didn't it's like cheap distance. Fucking... <laughs> didn't kick it from the bridge. Like, settle down. It was a good kick, but they always seem to add a bit of Buddy metres. It's like, you know, Rioli gets a touch and they say, oh, it's magic. Yeah. Buddy metres. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how many meters is it in real meters compared to buddy meters? <laughs> That's why when he went for that run like last year or the year before, and he ran twenty <laughs> meters and to get called for it because it was buddy meters, you know. Like, exactly. <laughs> if it's buddy meters, shouldn't it? Didn't he run thirty? <laughs> no, 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 no. It goes both ways. Just like I said, it goes both ways. It's a multiplication divide thing, depending on exactly. Yeah, just like Nick Rewalt goes both ways. <laughs> um. Do we have anything else out of that game? It was a reasonable standard game. It was much better than the other alternative on the Saturday. but Yeah, it seemed to be all right when I, when I flicked it on. But, again, who, who gives a shit about those two teams? Did you actually did you catch the post-match of that? No. Oh, uh, there was a bit where Dermot had Isaac Heaney on. Dermot Brewer mm. kept asking Heaney about his mum. Was he trying to pick up? Well, he was trying to get her on to come onto the TV and they actually had her on the screen. If it was who I thought it was, I was like, oh, I see what Dermy's doing here because um, yeah, she's not bad. <laughs> but <laughs> it's just really... So Isaac Heaney has a milk. Yeah, and, and, Der- and Dermot was very keen to get her to appear on camera. When he was interviewing Heaney, he was like, he mentioned some just random conversation he had with her in Geelong a few years earlier. He's like, you should get her on the TV. Do we have her there? And it's just like... <laughs> He does have blonde hair, maybe, you know. If he was a Hawthorne father-son, they would have traded him to Sydney anyway. <laughs> I asked him how much she was two and 20 years ago at the Tunnel Nightclub. Well, Dermot Dur- 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 played for Sydney for a stretch, didn't he? He did. Maybe that's, maybe that's part of the academy. <laughs> the Dermot's Dur- 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 bastard academy. children. <laughs> he, was, he was laying down the foundations. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think we'll move on from that game. Dermot hasn't moved on from it. <laughs> Let's go to Collingwood won the 
the Battle of the No Winds. You mean the Battle of the Big Four? Yes, on the Friday night, Bosk, hello. You wish you could get 68,000 people to a game, you fucking plebs. <laughs> yeah, it was a scrappy, ugly-looking game, but there were a lot of positives, I think, for us that we can take out of that. I think Buckley, for once, I could actually turn around and say he coached well in that probably 10 minutes in, we were four goals down, looking down the barrel of Buck and losing to these scumbags again. And instead of just persisting with something that wasn't working, he took Cox and Reed off, went small for a bit and managed to turn the tide. And, yeah, then we got some semblance of a forward line going with Josh Thomas kicking five goals, which is fantastic. Looks like he is starting to repay the faith, which is nice to see. And Pendlebury played a defensive game. That's what you would expect from the best player in the competition. I was, yeah, really interested to see him sacrifice his game and play in a defensive role. And I'm sure your dad walked away from that game, Starburns, thinking it was the best thing he's ever seen. (laughs) Amazing. What a game. I I, I literally heard um, Starburns' dad say he's the next Bontempelli. (laughs) Did Buckley get an extension on the back of that win? Yeah, I think so. No, yeah, three years. Yeah. <laughs> they can pay it. But um, I, I just got I don't I didn't get to do Gore tears, mm-hmm. but I'd just like to have tears for David King because that fucking moron <laughs> seemed to think that Carlton have better youth than us and they have a better list like moving forward than we do. And I would like to tell him that he is categorically fucking wrong. Because on Saturday when we played him in the VFL, we scored 201 points against them. I actually saw that and thought it was a screen, like a Photoshop at first. No, it wasn't like our banner and incorrect. (laughs) (laughs) What you were seeing is right. We did score 201 points. See, I saw that you scored 201 points, but I didn't actually catch who it was against. I thought they brought back fucking Bendigo Gold or something. No, it was against (laughs) the, the Northern Blues. And what a fantastic weekend to beat them on a Friday and then to smack them on a Saturday. Delicious. Absolutely delicious. According to the stat sheet, they do have a better list. Yeah. Numbers don't like. He said so. Well, the numbers that do tell the truth are the ones that I can show you from the score sheet, you <laughs> stupid fucking moron. Well, David so, King also said that um, Stringer isn't the, isn't the problem with the Bulldogs. <laughs> Next week we come out and smack him. <laughs> David King basically gets a copy of the champion data prospectus at the start of the year and then just reads it out for the like, you know, for the majority of the year. That's his well, his research. That's him and Dwayne Russell. Dwayne just runs off the same cliches like the Dwayne bot, just one after the other, you know, fire started this if you've just joined us here from the paint. Is, is he like the you know the um, numbers? The the radio in the Simpsons? That they were going to replace the radio station with, and you just had like the, the pre-entered fucking words. Is it that's basically Dwayne Russell and David King? Yeah, just little like you, buttons you that put, you press. And if you put them on together, you'd probably and Russell's okay. This thing's really good. Like yeah. 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 Don't praise the machine. <laughs> yeah. like for, a, for a guy whose whole career was based around run and kick and don't look, just run and kick, and that's it. He certainly turned his fucking brain around when he stopped playing football. Captain Tactics has no fucking idea. <laughs> oh, he's been use- he's been useless for years. He's a joker. 
Absolute joker. If you need any further evidence, what's his coaching experience? Oh, was he Richmond? Yeah, under Plough, under Wallace. <laughs> he was an incredible part of the five-year plan. <laughs> five-year plan, what could go wrong, man? Yeah. Anyway, so it was a good win. We got the rising star out of it. Sam Murray, I think he played well. I um, think he played well. Board taking no, that he one. did. Yeah, they're not taking it very well, I must admit. <laughs> so in the Collingwood board, there's a lot of point scoring going on of, oh, I fucking told you so, and oh, we still overpaid, and blah, 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 blah. But I think for the kid, he would know the scrutiny that there is. He would know what's been said about him, and he's come out and done all he can, and I think that that's what he needs to do, just let his actions speak louder than any of their words. If he has a good career, then fantastic. If he doesn't, it was a fucking second-round pick. Who gives a shit? So is he like your apprentice, is he? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. Did you? No. So um, Wushet thinks he's a good kick, right? <laughs> he's not a good kick. He just runs fast. Uh, we just missed earlier when Wushet was defending Prittis, saying no, I wasn't Wush. defending him. I wasn't defending him. You I said he was I a good won't. kick. No, what thing you can't do. Yeah, you more good than bad. That's what yeah, you backed her into a corner on that one, Ant. You <laughs> wouldn't let her go. <laughs> well, and that toilet door was unlocked. <laughs> I did not post in that ten thousand page thread on the Eagles board. I didn't. Well, you did not in part one. Maybe in part two. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that sounds like the Ken Buckley coach mega thread or whatever it is. Oh. I, that I, I have never. Never been in. I will not go in it. I'm not yeah. interested. I'm going to move a post in it. What? Sorry. <laughs> don't you move one of my poster there? Oh, like, I don't know. It's the Buckley coach. I'll edit it to say something really controversial too. I think it's like a multiple part thing as well. Like it's yeah. like gone on forever. The prettiest thread was like that. It was the worst thread I've ever seen. Can oh yeah, and can you can you edit it to say something like Pendlebury's back? Oh, and he's going to save off. Buckley's career. <laughs> Done. Because <laughs> oh, it was Buck- Buckley's coaching move to put him – he went to him during the week and he said to him, look, this is what I want you to do. Like, it's taken you seven fucking years to go to the bloke and say, this is what I want you to do, defend. <laughs> Fuck. Turns out it worked. Who would have thought? So next week I hope we're going to have some ins. We'll have – Dugowie, I hope, and maybe for solo, Elliot might need another run in the twos. But they kicked 13 goals between them on the weekend. Who were they playing, playing, really? They were playing against Wishes Hats. But we are going to need a bit more than what we had last week to beat Adelaide. So so what happens with Dugowie? Was it three rounds? How long was it for? Is it indefinite? indefinite. No, no, it, it was no – like, they weren't – he wasn't missing any rounds. It was just the hamstring injury that was keeping him out, so – was this the hamstring injury sustained while being drunk and driving? What? No, no, he, it happened when he was um, training with the VFL side. If he hadn't done okay. his hamstring, he would have played round one. Oh, right, okay, fair enough. Because he was working two jobs whilst he um, trained with the VFL team. <laughs> what was it? What was the two jobs? Did he did he had to get it like some? It was some sort of public servicing, was it? Yeah, he he did the salvos thing on a Saturday night, and he had to and be a he was still, on Monday to Friday. I thought he was also okay. doing the banners for um, Collingwood. T O N I. Fucking the guy. He was he was slurring when he was he was when he was writing. 
and they're all literate in the cheer squad, so they're just fanatic. They just took it down. <laughs> <laughs> but don't the AFL proofread the banners so that you don't put anything controversial on it? I don't know. Maybe they sent the text of it to the to the well, AFL and yeah. spelt it right, then the Nuffies on the ground. Just <laughs> Auto-correct on the phone. Auto-correct on the phone, save it for them. How many women have passed you know, kindergarten cut and paste? Either the AFL <laughs> missed the error or they've read it wrong and still it's been written there for them and they still fucked it up. It's not as bad as Bomber is. It's, it's bad, <laughs> not as bad as Bomber. It's ballpark, though. <laughs> you have to be pretty off your face to misspell four-foot-high letters, though, white on black. <laughs> And then it sticks out, surely that sticks out like dog's balls, doesn't like, it? I don't know about everybody else, but, you know, I, I generally know if a word's spelt right just by looking at it going, hmm, that doesn't look right. Like, even before they applied the sticky tape, surely someone would have gone, hmm. But they, not only, they actually raised the bloody thing. It's actually <laughs> up before somebody knows. Before someone realised it. Well, when they were posting about it on social media, that's how someone in, in Collingwood went, you spelled it wrong, that's how I put it down. <laughs> <laughs> it was on Twitter and someone was taking photos and shit like that. <laughs> I was in Bunnings today and they spelt curtain wrong on the end of the aisle. Curtain. How did they spell it? C-U-R-T-I-A-N. Joffa doesn't work out at Bunnings shit? or anything, does it? Uh, it was, it was, it was the guy still doing his community service. You know, this is <laughs> Who checks his shit? Curtain rods on the end of the aisle. One side was spelled correctly because you know how that they have dual signs so that you can see what's in the aisle from both end, from walking both ways. One side was spelled correctly and the other side was spelled incorrectly. Like who did that? And so I went went up the front. I'm like, you know that curtain rods are spelled wrong on the end of that aisle. And they're like, oh, well we can't change it. I'm like, well, you're fucking stupid. You're a hardware store and you can't change your signage. No, it's a bit of chalk. <laughs> Idiots. Colin, we could change a banner. I think Bunnings can fix their spelling. Let's get into probably mostly the games that don't matter from here on in. The Puffers held on against Brisbane. Yeah, I watched the. I, I watched. Got, the, I, I watched the very end of that. That's about it. Yeah, I watched. I watched the majority of it, and it was surprising how close it was. It was uh, like I'd take nothing away from Brisbane. They looked like I don't know they they battled, put it that way, but. That, that was all I took from the game was just how surprisingly close it was. They look like they're getting closer. Yeah, they'll learn to win. So it, it looks like they've got the foundations there, but they don't quite know how to clinch the tight ones yet. But that'll come. Um, interesting that our old quad strikes was out late. What do you think that is? <laughs> you think he's going to miss another 12 weeks? Don't know. Why was he out? I don't know. Mm, interesting. Um, who, who was out late? Beams. Dane Beams. Oh, okay, right. More just so suggesting an injunction-related injury. You'd again. think if the, you'd think if the captain plays, they might have got over the line there. <laughs> oh, he had a bit of buddy sore butt, did he? <laughs> yeah, he uh, had his quad strikes. Uh, he needs some more buddy meters. He'll be there in the <laughs> and w- which um, <laughs> does buddy which meters count to weeks suspended? Don't know. Which caused Brisbane to have to change the banner because it was his one hundred and fiftieth. So they like did a thing where they wrote that on Facebook like. Quick banner change, and then they tweeted to us and like, "Oh, we're still going to spell check it or something." (laughs) (laughs) They they stole my joke. I was just about to make that joke. (laughs) Um, Well, you're you're two days late. I know it's just depressing. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) you've been beaten beaten by Brisbane by two days. I've been I've been waiting waiting all night to use it, and there we go. Uh. (laughs) No. They were all right. Port Adelaide 
concerning. Yeah, probably one of the worst 3-0 teams ever. <laughs> the most concerning undefeated team at the moment. Oh, if they get to nine and zip, then I'll say that. <laughs> but Robertson got dotted on that deliberate at the end too, which was it would, might have been a different game at that gone. Um, so if you watch the last, the you watch the last minute and a half. There were a couple of free kicks I reckon could have been paid to the Lions inside fifty. Yeah, they weren't. You know, cheap ground advantage. Indeed. Let's go to well, Richmond brought Hawthorne back to earth after God, they've been up and about for two weeks, thinking that. The dynasty was opened again. So what, what are you doing they, um, taking Coppolo's head off there, man? Well, he didn't duck into it, right? No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Coppolo doesn't duck. No, of course not. Only so would ducks. Yeah, the the Big Footy Hawks Twitter account was going off about that earlier today. We were doing screenshots of it and messengers got on there. All the awful mods are getting onto social media to talk about how Coppolo did not duck. Forensic evidence of no duck. Yeah. He shrugged it the same way Selwood did. He moves his arms up to lift the tackle up, and it was pretty funny. But i got to admit, I don't really care that much about it that Propolo ducked, and Clarkson should just own the fact that Propolo ducks and that it's still bad for the game. You can exploit the rule as long as it's there. It's the umpire's job not to pay it anymore. But I like just, how the just fact because that... because um... you've got one that does, like... It's like saying... Like, you can't stand up for a crime because you've got somebody who's committed a lesser crime. Priopolo ducks, or he shrugs, or whatever. Not to the extent that Selwood does. Nobody does it to the extent that Selwood does. But you've got to make sure that your backyard's clean before you go after somebody else. Yeah, he should have either said nothing, or he should own it. Yeah. Sorry, but my backyard's very McLean. But I don't think anyone would care if he owned it and just said, yeah, he does, but I'm not going to tell him not to do it, because Chris Scott doesn't tell Selwood not to do it. It's just like, yeah, put the onus back on the AFL. You know, the players definitely know that, that how to do it. Um, I was chatting to Will Minson once, and he was saying McLean was trying to teach him how to do the arm racing. He said he's too big and clumsy to do it. <laughs> they know exactly what they're doing, man. Oh, of course they do. I didn't watch that game. Was there was there something with a score review there too? Oh, oh fuck yes. They pushed the I wrong button. It was just like what we said at the West Coast one with the, yeah, yeah. the lights. Yeah, no, they pushed the wrong fucking button that was clearly a behind and then it got signalled as a goal by the score review and everyone's just gone, what the fuck? Everyone saw it on the replay. It was clearly touched. And then the players actually and the umpires didn't start and they waited for the idiot to correct it. But we nearly got a cheat goal. Because were you at the MCG at your cheat ground? We were at our cheat ground, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just one of the perks. One of the perks of being at the cheat ground. (laughs) But don't tell Harbick that. You know, you come and whack your one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but who have they got pushing all the these coaches need to be defended <laughs> they've got, got like monkeys pushing the buttons these, this season have they they've got they've got the same robot that Jane, Dwayne Russell and David King they replaced them with they've got the score review robot up there how about that goal <laughs> yeah hot dog we have a wiener <laughs> Well, remember, do you remember when the score review first came in and there was a voice that would confirm it? And that voice always sounded the same. It always sounded like the same person, no matter what game was on. Mm. It was like it was almost like it was pre-recorded. Yeah. That's, that's it's basically the what they used. Yeah, it's the robot voice. Do we have anything on that game? Did you yeah, have well, a, was, some new kid kick a decent goal? What was his name? <laughs> Higgins. Higgins. Yeah, kicked a couple of good no, ones on the first no, game. No, he kicked snags. Two snags. 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 Oh. I really like when young players are really enthusiastic, and he was very he happy. It. He loved it. 
He's like, oh, yeah, I kicked a couple of snags. He belonged at Carlton, really, if he's kicking snags. Um, no, he's kicking, not cooking. <laughs> but he had a good start and, yeah, played pretty well. Tom Mitchell didn't look anywhere near as damaging. With all due respect, more it's funny what happens when you have a midfield that chases and tackles, unlike Geelong and Collingwood's. Get fucked, we've got that now. <laughs> Just a week too late. It's all right. Don't live in the past. But, yeah, I don't have too much out of that game, really. It was good to see the hunger back there, which wasn't quite there against the Crowbots. So we was there concerning two and one team, eh? No, we're, no, we're good. There was We played well this week as opposed to the week before in the right ways. I, I didn't see this, this Richmond game yet, but to me they just look like a team. The pressure's off and they're just enjoying their footy. They just look like a bunch of mates out there really enjoying their footy now. You know, they've won the premiership. They just don't seem to have that stress anymore. And yeah, they just just look um they just look good. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if they're right back up there this year. Well, hopefully you won't be too far off as long as no one shits in anyone else's lockers. That can really set you back. <laughs> it's a deal breaker that... apparently. But you no, know, it was part of the philosophy last year they were enjoying the football, which they clearly didn't do in twenty sixteen when they were playing all that chip sideways shit. Yeah. You, you guys are, are chasing, well, the word is that you're chasing Lynch anyway, along with a whole yeah. bunch of other people. So I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a big dump in his locker next year and <laughs> after being there for a little bit, being the new full forward that's been picked up. Yeah, but it's not, it's not quite Tom <laughs> If Lynch comes to Collingwood, they can all shit in his locker and I'll volunteer to clean it. <laughs> that's a big call. No, I'm standing by it. <laughs> I will, I will, I will not get a massage from Mr. Aaron, but I will clean up forty-four <laughs> from Tom Lynch's locker. Well, it'll only be forty-three because he's not going to shit in his own locker, surely, unless he he's going to just join in for the fun of it. He is a footballer. They do like pack games. <laughs> yeah. um, We're not very smart at calling. Hey, um, there's only a couple more games that we haven't looked at. Crows did it pretty pretty easy over secure in the end. I don't have anything on this. I didn't watch a second of it. Eddie Betts. Kicked the goal finally for the year. Oh, Eddie Betts had twins before the game. Eddie Betts' wife. Yeah, apparently he watched it via Skype. Didn't yeah, he? he watched it on FaceTime in the lobby of the hotel. Some guy tried to come up and get a photo with him, and he's like, Stop, not now. <laughs> What's he doing in the lobby watching that stuff? Surely there's a better place you can go. Surely. <laughs> he was watching his wife Bad reception. in the lobby of a hotel. <laughs> yeah. It was free Wi Fi in the lobby. So <laughs> Yeah, she was. He, she rang him and said that her water had broken and that they were coming right. She she was having twins and they were coming right then because he was going to fly home. She's like, "You're not going to make it. And they'll be out in half an hour." I wonder if you had the sound turned up. <laughs> uh, I, I hope you had headphones in at least. Jeez. <laughs> the lobby's a that pretty is, da- the lobby's a pretty dangerous weird. place for that because imagine if trade draft was lurking. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you think you'd at least go into a toilet cubicle or something, you know? No, nah, the door's not broken. I don't think there's a word. Bender's in there going, go away. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't come in here. Someone's using it. You can't go into a toilet if he doesn't have headphones. Imagine that. She's trying uh, to give birth and she's going, uh, uh, and he's in a toilet. <laughs> yeah, well, worse. at least it would have sounded more natural than a lobby. <laughs> People would have just thought he was having a shit, you know, like, <laughs> what is... Yeah, the, the afterbirth would have confirmed it when it slid out. <laughs> Do we have anything on the game? Um, 
<laughs> no, <laughs> didn't watch. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't watch the game, but I watched 360 before, and they showed us a shot of Alan Richardson talking to the, his players at three quarter time, and I didn't know one of them. <laughs> who these people are? Well, I and think they're called Jack. Yeah, there were 16 Jacks, but I don't know which one was which. The only person I know was Fatty McCartan, and the rest of them, I don't know who they are. Yeah, I was going to say, Armitage is the other fat one, and Jack Stephen is the third fat one. There's a few fatties on the team. (laughs) And then there's Bruce, who looks like a sad lesbian, and then I don't know anyone else. Like, if Hipwood's a lesbian, then Bruce is a lesbian. Yeah, i got nothing else on this. Let's well, go no, to... A bunch of vanilla plotters lost. Who cares? Yeah, Melbourne broke their streak finally, avoided the ultimate embarrassment. Like, this would have been fold territory, I think, if they lost this. Or merger territory, I guess, more accurately in Melbourne's so, case. The lulls back on north. Yeah, for a week, but they weren't convincing going about it. It was they no. got four goals down or something to start with. Yeah, they they didn't turn up in the first quarter at all. It looked like it was going to happen. It looked like, oh, Melbourne's doing it again. Melbourne gonna Melbourne. But they got a bit of a lift as the game went on. I can't think of too much out of this game. Um, Morgs, no, you were Magic, at this game? Yeah, Magic Polaxed Jordan Lewis, which was delightful. Um, I saw that in the th- top 10 thingy as well, yeah. I think he played a really good game, Majak. Um, he wasn't bad in defence. He took a lot of good marks. He, he can kick well. I don't think he'd, he needs to be, he'd led be to the that ball. bad. Yeah, like, that's... yeah as, as like a tall third man up defender, he's all right. He can't be your key defender, but uh, he, he played a good game, I thought. Once again, Ryan Clark was absolutely fucking shit. Billy Hartung put in a stinker, um, and I don't really remember anything else. You were sitting near an interesting character, though. Oh, what a flog. Why would you take your shoes off at the football and just sit there with socks <laughs> oh. on? Oh, and, and then, then there's the banana on the floor, <laughs> which it turned out was a bunch of bananas. There were two bananas there that were joined together, and they must have eaten one each Well, because I missed the first guy ate the banana. But then when I turned around, there was a banana on the ground and the other guy was eating the banana and it had been on the floor for three quarters. <laughs> Fucking North supporters not wearing shoes of football and eating off the floor. Well, <laughs> look, I, 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 did, I, did anyone stereotype this like Mario Kart? Like, <laughs> like, did anyone slip over the, the Mario Kart banana peel? Like, or? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I didn't see the North guy hit the banana, but he had the shoes off. But the other guy had a Hawthorne lanyard on, and he was going for Melbourne because he was obviously pro-merger. <laughs> and he ate the banana off the ground that I seen. Well, maybe he's just getting ready to go to Dingley, man. I mean, they're getting into the tip field. <laughs> am, am, I, am I missing something here? Am, is there something wrong with the banana skin touching the outside of the banana skin touching the ground? What's wrong? Well, I don't think you should eat a banana that's been on the ground. I don't care that you don't eat the skin. It's been on the ground of the MCG. Where yeah, this this is the, this is the, the great before, southern stand as well. This is like twenty year old concrete, beer soaked concrete. Oh, no, the, there's the something very wrong with that. The filth can seep through the skin. I think. No, I agree. I'd, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna shame myself and say I'd still eat the banana. <laughs> oh, people skin everything on that concrete. It's disgusting. <laughs> But you don't there were Collingwood the supporters sitting there last it. night. Yeah, exactly. God <laughs> but you hold it. You hold it in your hand. Were touching that banana. <laughs> oh, and touching the outside. A... Different story. Yeah. 
And he was holding it with two hands. I was going to say, the photo, it looked like he had both his hands wrapped around it when he was eating it. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, was really good. Was it like he a was... big banana? Or... Are we still yeah, talking about magic balls. door? Or, um... <laughs> <laughs> he was going in on that banana. He was fucked up. But I was, I was shocked that he didn't notice me sitting there taking photos of him. Well, some kid did. Yeah, some people and did. And Morgs, how was your experience at the Collingwood Carlton game? Oh, I got punched in the face. What? Yeah, on Friday night I got punched in the face. By a Carlton supporter? <laughs> no, yeah. there's another Collingwood supporter there. And she's like, T-O-N-I-G-H-T. <laughs> Shut up, it's T-O-N-I-G-H-T. <laughs> No, I was trying to re-enter the game after uh, the ground after half time. Smoko break. Yeah, smoko break. Anyway, so I went back into the ground, and as I was trying to re-enter, there was people getting kicked out, and so like I'd scanned my ticket, and I was in the middle of no, I'd been wandered, and I was in the middle of getting to scan my ticket. And these people were getting kicked out. And they threw, they were throwing punches, and one he, one guy punched me right in the jaw. So he, did, he didn't line you up or anything. It was just kind of like a stray yeah. fist kind of thing. Yeah, Accidental. no, it was a stray punch. He didn't mean to hit no, me. That, but, okay, but still, um, yeah. No, I'm not, I didn't. Is, not, I can yeah, hear yeah. the disappointment in your voice, there, Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was thought, no, I thought like you know, <laughs> what psycho's just gone punched a chick in the face? But I'm no. just like you know, if it's if it's kind of caught in the crossfire kind of thing. Yeah, it kind no, of makes like, it less bad. But yeah, so I went back in. It took me after, like after that happened, and they were, like took my details down because this guy punched me in the face. And I went back inside. Mum's like, "Where the fuck have you been?" And I'm like, "I got punched in the jaw." She's like, <laughs> "What do you mean?" She's like, "Who punched you?" I'm like, "Oh, sit down, lady. You're not going to find anybody." <laughs> this sounds like a Collingwood game. She's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, "Who punched you?" I'll fucking snap him. Yeah, she's like. You're lucky I wasn't there. I'm like, oh, yeah, great. That's <laughs> 62-year-old you with lung failure trying to fucking punch somebody. I went on the Carlton board after you told me that, and I was looking, reading everything to see if I could see anybody that was like, oh, we got kicked out and, you know, punches were thrown. And <laughs> Morgs, that's him. <laughs> but I, I couldn't find anything. <laughs> Imagine, that'd be so funny. I know. I I scanned every thread on there. Game oh, make sure you don't like anything. Fucking hell. No, I didn't. I didn't. I had my I had my hands tied behind my back. The Collingwood like, board only likes positive things on their board. You can't say anything negative. So something about five will be tree. deleted very quickly. Yeah. Anyway, pretty shit thing to have. Oh no, the Collingwood board. They let lots of things slip. Like my friend posted. No, this was the Carlton board I was talking about. Yeah, but it was talking about the Collingwood one. The Collingwood yeah. board let heaps of things slip. In that last week we were out and a bit drunk, and my friend started calling Tim Broomhead Tim Broomleg. No, <laughs> yeah, Tim, yeah, Tim Broomleg because he's oh. <laughs> and he's called me Morgs. Who I post this, I'm like, don't do that. <laughs> and he's like, nah, fuck him. Started calling. He's like, oh, I wish Tim Broomleg all the best with his recovery. <laughs> They're like, they lost their shit. Anyway, last game, the Puffs beat the Suns in the Suns home game over in Perth. The only thing I'll take out of this is really disappointing because I wanted to see this Gold Coast Suns light show if they got up. So what are Gold Coast getting out of playing their, their home games? Money. Their, their record crowd by about double. But the money is the AFL's money, so it's kind of like um, you know, having a joint account with your partner and you know, you're know you saving money together. It's like, well, it's, your money's my money, you know? 
it's why, well, I guess when it comes to how much folks. money gets filtered into them, it's good PR that it's only four million instead of five. It's kind of like you know when um Melbourne got five five hundred thousand for tanking, and then AFL paid them a million for Paul Ruth. I mean, you know, <laughs> did they really get fined? <laughs> it all finds its way back in. Talking points then. The first one I want to go to was one I forgot to bring up last week. Has anybody seen the Carlton membership video with Andy Lee and Sam Pang? And I can't remember who the other one is. Where Who's Sam He's the front bar guy. Oh, the unfunny guy. So it's, a, it's an ad where Andy Lee turns up with his dad, Mick, and... Oh, Dave Hughes is in it as well. That's the other fucking idiot. No, um, the really they, unfunny guy. <laughs> the really unfunny guy. And they all start... And it's meant to be a Carlton ad. They're all like, he's like, this is my dad, Mick. And they go, Mick Malthouse, get him out of here. And he's like, no, 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 this is Andy, this is Mick Lee. He goes, that's exactly the sort of thing Mick Malthouse would pull all this shit. So Carlton are basically trying to sell memberships off the back of Malthouse being unpopular. I can smell what they're cooking. Yeah, know, like, <laughs> it's just... It says that Mick Malthouse is privately disappointed, but publicly stoic. After becoming the butt of jokes in Carlton's latest membership campaign, so was it like really nasty? I haven't seen it. No, it's just the, the just like it's like the whole like making jokes at Malthouse. He's never welcome back. Oh, so there's, there's a few of them. Thing. There's a few of them. Is there? There's yeah, like three there episodes like this, or something. Yeah, they're all there in like this therapy circle. Yeah, it looks like it's like some sort of a AA meeting or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like the <laughs> Carlton supporters anonymous. What a miserable fucking club that'd be. I mean. <laughs> Really, Carlton is a miserable club. I mean, since they outlawed cheating, they've not done anything. <laughs> Carlton supporters anonymous. <laughs> Fuck that. I'd rather be a drug addict again. But who's more? <laughs> who's comes out of that Malthouse saga more embarrassed anyway? Is it Carlton or is it Malthouse? Malthouse got to steal up Eddie and took a games record. Carlton is still shit. <laughs> Malthouse I, I went on his own terms. He was. And he lined his pockets again on the way out. Like, he took their money. He got his son employed, fake son. Like, he's happy. Fake dad and fake son reunited, you know, <laughs> playing kick to kick again. It's a thing of beauty. It's disrespectful, but at the same time, it's just like, it's, it just brings up another embarrassing chapter in yours. They may as well have Steve O'Reilly there trying to get sick his way back in. Yeah, why don't they have that and they have John Elliott? <laughs> Have anything that's really cringeworthy and embarrassing. Have a sausage sizzle. Like uh, on the way out, be like, "Can you smell what's cooking?" I just we're still why, coming. Why, why you want to keep digging this shit up? Like yeah. you are embarrassing yourselves again. There's a kitty ride. It's called pressure points. Pressure points. <laughs> <laughs> on the way to the Carlton Supporters Anonymous, they should they should walk past Feb in like a playground. With a dildo. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I thought it, I think it's in, I think it's stupid. It's it's very Carlton. Clarko calling out Duckwood. We've sort of covered this already, but he's right to call him out. But how's Chris Scott sulking over it? And oh, whole, even he's well, fucking the fake concussions. Facts. Well, 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 facts. It's, it's, it's a Scott sulking. I don't believe it. You should have seen him on 360 tonight, too. He was such a fucking idiot about it. He has this massive stick up his ass, and, like, he's like, it's not ducking, blah, 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 blah. But it's not in the rules, either. Joel Joel has never been concussed for it, blah, blah, blah. He's never had a bridle from it, blah, blah, blah. It really needs to be said in a, like, Trump accent. 
Joel is the greatest, the best. <laughs> he's, he's totally the best. I mean, I was just talking to him the other day. There's a, there's a distinct feeling of like of hurt though from the Snot brother, at, like you know, because they, they it feels like they were really close when they met up at the Super Bowl and they spent the night together. And well, I'm not sure what happened; it's never been spoken of again. But you can feel like he's he's real cut up about it. Like I thought we were friends, and now you're trashing my team. You know, like <laughs> uh, something something's gone wrong. I never knew you felt this way. He can't. He literally <laughs> got more defensive than that Lafrog fucking wanker when I, when I said that weirding wasn't very good. Like, fucking delusional cunts. Clarko's right. It's And it's apparently it's in the rules. Like, apparently, if you shrugged for high contact now, you're not meant to get a free kick, but the umpires still pay it. And you did mention 360 before, Morgs. Except catch, Joel Selwood. Did you catch Richo's, like, spineless answer on that? Oh, yeah. Richo, what a fucking literal coward he was. <laughs> if he had been sitting across from Alistair Clarkson, he would have fucking agreed with Alistair Clarkson all the way. Because he was sitting across from Chris Scott, oh, no, he was a coward. Mm. Fucking coward. He was saying that Selwood doesn't do it to get a free kick. He does it to extract himself from the contest. Like, yeah, because he wants to get so out brave. of the contest. Oh, yeah, what he a wants to, He wants to get shit. out of the contest. Oh, please. Because every other every other player who does it does it so they get high contact, but only Selwood tries to play. Well, on. if if he's doing it to try and get out of the contest, then he's failed every single fucking time <laughs> because the whistle blows. He's nah. yet to ever once get out of the contest. I like that Clarko called him out, and as I said, I don't care about the poo poo thing and having a not having his own backyard in order because it just Selwood's needed to be called out on this, and it's about time someone with some genuine clout did it, and not just you know us. I like how the um, media go the soft angle. Like, they'll go, oh, McLean ducks too much, but Selwood, oh, he's so brave, so brave. Oh, but they're yeah. basically doing the same thing. Oh, yeah, but did you notice that Richo was quick to call out Lindsay Thomas? <laughs> like, talk about hitting an easy target. I guess the difference not. between them, he doesn't do the, he doesn't quite do the arm raising. He does the Superman dive, you know, <laughs> as soon as you breathe on him. <laughs> no, but he, he didn't bring that up. He said that Lindsay Thomas ducks. I don't remember Lindsay Thomas ducking. He dives. Exaggerates dives and stuff like that. He did have a period there where he ducked quite a bit. Um, He did both. What's the name of the Brisbane player that got the most high tackles in a game? Reese Matheson. It's funny because when he does it, I know that Shuey does it as well, and I reckon it's pretty fucking sad. But when they they do it, people tend to shit on it. But when Selwood does it, you're right. They talk about how courageous he is. I just don't understand the difference. He every fucking time. Mm. Yeah, don't get it. Good bloke, Joel Selwood. Yeah, it's like he's held to a different set of standards than the others. Of course he's a good yeah, bloke. Yeah, definitely. He's part of the Holy Trinity. Devil's threesome. Speak <laughs> <laughs> um, from the, the big three to the Holy Trinity. Who still haven't won a game together. Yeah, no. And with Ablett, with Ablett doing his hamstring, it might be a while before they do too. Well, Bender, you were at the game. Somebody on the Geelong board said they heard Eagle supporters cheering when Ablett did his hamstring. I don't know. I know. I know. He wouldn't take. Yeah. His, he wouldn't take his kids to <laughs> Perth. Wasn't that? Wasn't that years ago? Yeah, he's the one. Yeah. Well, yeah. He. I think after that, he said he. he he's definitely he wouldn't. He wouldn't take his grandkids there now because of the LED system because he doesn't want them to get cut on the fence. But <laughs> yeah. I, know, I know he walked past us to go back to the change rooms, like right in front of me. I do emphasize that on in purpose, and but and everyone clapped when he walked past. I don't think anyone really cheered. I think everyone kind of just was kind of knew what happened and made the kind of you know that kind of ooh sound, you know. But yeah, that's about it. I can't remember everyone cheering, Geelong, but Geelong, I think Geelong, Geelong supporters they want to clapping and think that they're cheering that he's injured. 
This fucking yeah, we always cop a bad rap for that sort of shit. You do boo a lot. <laughs> yeah. You boo a lot. But, yeah. This is true. Yeah, no one's denying that. Did they say that you clapped or did you boo? <laughs> <laughs> we were doing both. Like we didn't. We were really confused. We were clapping and booing. Like, no, in, in, in his, it's your first instinct. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Can anyone update me if Chris Scott <laughs> managed to get his dry run correct in the <laughs> box? Um, I didn't see him not in there, so I guess his dry run was successful. <laughs> How many attempts do you think he needed? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why they lost. Because <laughs> he was too busy doing time trials. <laughs> Let's go to, next talking point, the Power Puffer investigation. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I've named the player, haven't I? Yeah, Power Puffer. Yeah, Peter Piper picked a peck of whatever his name is. <laughs> Without asking. Mm. Yes, he picked a peck by the sounds of it. So what's the story we got out of this? Like, it's the, the rumour is sexual assault, but it's not the girl's not going to the police. So Yeah, so she, she's end. claiming that he's he's stuck his hand down her skirt or something. Ooh. Um, That's nasty. Uninvited, apparently. It's, it just is weird. Isn't it usually up a skirt? But I don't, she seemed. But the wording from the Channel Seven interview is down the skirt. I'm not sure how that works. Just seems like he a, doesn't seem like a, the brightest guy. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't this isn't this an annual thing with uh, Port Adelaide? Don't they sort of every year they have to have somebody who does something really stupid, puts gives them bad you know bad press, bad headlines. Well, so far it's him twice because his his mates they racially abused some Sudanese guy in the pre-season as well, so it might mm. just be a him problem. Well, next he'll be yeah. shitting in someone's locker. Mm. Get him doing some landscaping and off to the salvos. So suspended against the game against Essendon. The, the so, yeah, he's shocked to be sitting here. Yep. Yeah, they're really going to need him to beat Essendon. They're really going to need an inside so, mid to beat Essendon. So they're already admitting he's at fault. They're not investigating any further. They've already suspended well, him. Well, from what I can see, she hasn't gone to the police. She's gone to the media. Is that correct? Yeah. 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 And She's gone straight to Channel 7, apparently. Yeah. And the club. Yeah. Actually, I just read that wrong. It's Channel 7 saying he's going to be suspended. No decision has been made about his immediate future. I should really read ahead. I just got I got stuck on this word tonight. It was spelt wrong. What yeah. well, <laughs> way to, to go with alternative facts, you dickhead. So, I don't know. I don't have much out of this one. Oh, here's St Kilda are interested in trading for him, though. <laughs> they like the cut of his jib. <laughs> they wouldn't like the cut of his hair. Have you seen his head? Yeah, that's a bit strange, isn't it? It looks, looks like you'd fit in with those two dickheads, Sidebottom and Reed, with their stupid <laughs> fucking haircuts. But way to avoid going bald, guys. It's really obvious now. Do you want to take a stab at the painkilling injection story? Stab. Um, Is this the one that was banned and then legal? And Yeah, it's like it's, it's almost like Phimacin or AOD all over again, but a painkiller. And so this, no uh, cheating. Met, yeah, apparently Gil's explanation didn't really make sense. It wasn't on the wider list, therefore it's okay, but now it is on the list and now it's okay. It's a lot of spin. Yeah, apparently it's, it's like it's not widely available, but you can apply for it through the therapeutic something or other. The TGA, yeah. yeah. Therapeutic Goods Association. Yeah, so you can apply for it and have it legal, which I think makes it technically legal under WADA if you have it approved and you legally obtain it, but if you black market obtain it, it's not. So who is using a, it? So basically, Dean Wallace is keeping a spreadsheet and he's got all the names. <laughs> uh, 
It's all good. It's all good. He's got a spreadsheet. A high-profile interstate player with knee problems who was a touch-and-go chance to play round one. Oh, so now Nui's been on it, hey? <laughs> yeah, well, that was, my, that was my thoughts, too. I'm like, that sounds mm. to me like the most obvious way of saying Nick Nat Nui. Did they say he's a player that was black and better than them? <laughs> it seems a very strange situation for the AFL to be going through, considering the Essendon saga is still fresh in the memory that something like this can happen and be such a clusterfuck. So you're saying the AFL's been inconsistent? Well, that's the first. No, not inconsistent, just very silly, like, for not getting ahead of this one. No wonder he's ragged on bloody players all over the place. He's heft up on something. Can't feel anything. <laughs> he, he walks up to that fence, he goes, doesn't hurt, doesn't hurt, doesn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three years, and instead of uh, ragdolling people, he'll be biting them on the neck, he'll turn him <laughs> dead. That's <laughs> uh, an interesting story. I think it's. I think there's a slight exaggeration going on, but it just seems really silly that the AFL would not be on top of this and would not be consistent from knowing what where they stand. They were really unprepared for this, and they really shouldn't be. Well, this is not a first time where AFL's made things up on the run, is it? No, but. Point being, they shouldn't have had to. They should have actually known what they were getting into. Next talking point I think Ant can give us. You found an interesting quote today. Ah, so um, do you guys all remember the should have gone to the Gold Coast threads? <laughs> North Melbourne, yes. 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 And also combine that with um, which player on the North Melbourne board were they adamant every single year they are going to get? I believe that was brother of Andrew Swallow, David. Correct. Well, Andrew Swallow, who's just come out recently, said... Oh, man, I wish North um, would have gone to the Gold Coast. I fucking love it there. Would have been awesome. <laughs> I mean, he's winning the heart and souls of all, you know, the banana guy was spitting his banana going, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Hansel was on the ground, you know, and then the whole sky picked it up. And he, yeah, but <laughs> terrible. It really is a terrible thing for an ex-captain to say. <laughs> it's an ex-captain. Sure, I forgot he was captain. About this. Like for the captain at the time to have said that after all that the club went through, I think is just so incredibly poor. Why didn't he speak up at the time if he wanted to go to the Gold Coast? Yeah, what they would have traded him. <laughs> he would have got to play with his, with his brother. <laughs> It would have been great, him at the Gold Coast. It was a win-win. Except for the North supporters, of course. You know, some things we can't even think of. They're just so bizarre that you would never think to even troll about them. And then he comes out with something like that. It'd be like an awful player saying, gee, I wish I merged with Melbourne. I would have loved it. <laughs> well, Kenneth's still trying to merge Hawthorne. Anything else on that? I don't think there's much more to say to that. I mean, uh, all I can say was Andrew Solo was right. They should have gone to the Gold Coast. But... Gold Coast. Last one on North. Um, apparently Good Friday's in danger based off North and St Kilda. Well, they should have kept it with the Bulldogs. I mean, we, we had, I think the first year they did it, of the 40,000 people there, 39,000 were Bulldog supporters. So... No, but you lost it because Jake Stringer went to the Children's Hospital and took a dump in one of the wards. <laughs> <laughs> so you weren't allowed back. Yeah, then he propositioned a five-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's at Essendon now. <laughs> Stringer's at the right club, isn't he? Fit in well with Mr. Aaron. He's a bit flexible on the rules and morals. But no, like, apparently St Kilda were that bad, they've gone and ruined it for North. But it was a pretty horrible game, wasn't it? And I think um, Gil has backpedaled on that, because I actually heard an interview with him when he was saying, oh, you know, even a a big big four teams in the game can still have a bad game, blah, blah, blah. I think he's realised he's he's hurt old man North and they're upset and... (laughs) 
You're throwing them a bone. So I think next year there are, um, North will be playing the Gold Coast or Giants for Good Friday. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that'll get a huge crowd. <laughs> Do we want to discuss Melbourne getting rid of pokies? Well, I have to uh, you know, admire them as the first club to do something like this and really make it a stand in the Victorian market to, you know... Forgo profits. Maybe other clubs... Yeah, I mean, no one else has done this, so, what, you know, <laughs> maybe there'll be... Other clubs will follow follow behind. I mean, like bookings like Hawthorne or Carlton might decide to change them. <laughs> well, Hawthorne have the most pokies, I think, and majority of their, their pokies aren't in the eastern suburbs where their supporters are. They're out west mm. where they can... Suck the blood out of the, the low socioeconomic areas. <laughs> How many machines do they have, though? Uh, they don't have many. Oh, well, well, that's really hard to get out of. But when you're Melbourne, every million counts. But to be fair to Melbourne, though, at least they're making the conscious choice to get out because of moral issues, where the only reason North <laughs> closed down their, their poke is because they couldn't make money out of them. <laughs> only club in the world who could not make money out of pokies. <laughs> I'll never understand how that happened, but it's if, just... they, if they had um, the North Brothel, you couldn't get a route there. <laughs> Apparently, they're going into childcare. Is that the thing? That's the new focus. Something like that. Yeah, that That's really weird. So basically, they open up the childcare next to the um, Hawthorne Pokies, and <laughs> instead of the, the Hawthorne supporters leaving their kids in the car, they can leave them in the. <laughs> it's a win-win. Drop them off at the childcare and go and play the Pokies. Yeah. <laughs> Max Gorn can set, read them bedtime stories and scare the crap out of the kids. Yeah, that's what you want. Fucking Clayton Holliver composes the clown. This yeah. is Clary the Clown, kids. <gasps> yeah, I swear I read it was something to do with yeah, like child care centres or some shit. Like, clubs are trying to diversify away from pokies. Richmond have, like, a whole bunch of gyms and shit, and obviously Collingwood are looking after Pendles' gym, and, you know, they're trying to find other revenue streams whilst Hawthorne still go with pokies. What do you mean other revenue streams? We've got 47 fucking sports that we play. <laughs> yeah, but none of those are profitable. Yeah, well, I don't know how, considering that half the fucking Australian team plays for Collingwood, <laughs> yet we can't fucking win. Well, at least it's Melbourne going into childcare and not St Kilda. That, would, that wouldn't make sense. Well, they only have to have one room because they only make fucking girls. <laughs> St Kilda. Questions, there's only one, it's from Bosk. By failing to play a ruckman <laughs> against Nick Nathan, live set, Chris Scott has been shown up as a useless hack. Could you believe this would be about Geelong? Should Richmond charitably allow Blake Carousella to return to take to the Cats to take over? Yes. No, I no sympathy for Geelong. No. I want to see how this ends for Chris Scott. I blame the Bulldogs for this whole, we don't need to play a ruckman bullshit. We played a ruckman. He's very skinny, and I thought it was the fault of seventh best. Seventh best. Old seventh best Grig, Premiership ruckman. Premiership ruckman. No, I think that like it's been shown that you can't play two ruckmen, but playing one is still a good idea. And why can't Blitzars play in the ruck? Because his hands keep getting cut on fences and shit. Well, they <laughs> wouldn't if he was in the ruck. You know, he's the prototype, the supreme athlete, blah, 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 blah. What an absolute wank that was when everyone thought the Blitzars was going to be a good footballer. Well, basically, players like him, when they banned the third man up rule, Blitzars became ineffective. Yes, and it's taken Geelong. They've been trying to find something for him to do. Well, he played one good game, and it was because he played on Scott Pendlebury. (laughs) I rest my case. I'm sure your dad mustn't have watched that day. Best player in the competition, apparently. (laughs) 
What a ridiculous comment. <laughs> <laughs> and he said it all over a Cyril tap. It was one of those silly little Cyril... He said it over a Cyril tap. That's so absurd. It was just a Cyril tap in from the boundary inboard and someone took possession. He just turns down the aisle and he goes... That's why he's the best player in the competition. Like, oh, you're fucking <laughs> no, he's a Richmond supporter, isn't he? No, he's Colin. Colin, uh, that makes sense. Because he'd be all on the Dusty bandwagon then, wouldn't he? <laughs> what was his reasoning that Dusty's not the best? Um, doesn't do shit like tap on. <laughs> I don't know. I, it was such a ridiculous... Uh, like, it's one of those things... You know how someone says something so stupid, you don't know quite how to refute it straight out the, off the bat? Because you just like, there's, there's no way you can actually believe that. Like, I, I can't understand the premise of your argument to actually refute it, you know? <laughs> no, this is not something that, this just does not compute. Yeah. So basically, if this was a forum, you'd post the blinking eye meme guy or something like that. Yeah. Or, or that bogan that what the fuck was. I've been looking at it too, yeah. Let's go to this week on the bay. Thread of the week, do we have one? I don't know. What about the Collingwood game thread? That was pretty funny with all the bad spellings. <laughs> well, I still like the squib of the week. I like that Weedering won it, and I like that that Carlton flog had a cry. Oh, it wasn't Hilarious. that the falling star? The squib of the week's Gary Jr. Oh, yeah, the the fall- <laughs> yeah, no, the falling star. Yeah, I like the falling star because just for the pure melt of that dickhead whose name I can't Flo- pronounce. I thought he was going to get flog of the week. He is. No. We're getting there. Okay. I want to nominate one that I've only become aware of thanks to One-Eyed Sainer, who very kindly tagged me in on Sunday. But for those who don't know, the St Kilda Board have decided to start their own eco-thread. Oh, yeah, I saw that. So they're emotionally checked out over at the St Kilda Board. They're asking for advice as to how to deal with being eco. The premise that One-Eyed Sainer could ever actually be emotionally checked out of anything <laughs> also, also does not compute. Because there has not been a more emotionally unstable oh, human on Bigfooty than him. I like, so I, like, I, I hope I like he's listening this week. Sh- I like giving him shit about how he thinks finishing second all those years was better than finishing third. And I'm like, but it's both the same. You didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we were better because we finished second. No, but it doesn't matter. You lost. The pluggies used to get like that <laughs> with the grand finals as well about they were still, you know, worth something. Well, when you create a streak DVD, <laughs> <laughs> That is worth something well, to you. Well, they shunt their premiership off into a dark room. <laughs> it's still my desktop background. <laughs> well, it was, but now I've got a new job, so I don't have a computer anymore. Jasney's thread, lol, remember when everyone thought Essendon were a top four side this year? I didn't mind that one either. But who who actually thought Essendon were going to be a top four side? Just they're the type of team is going to beat up on some teams and go to water as soon as they get... A contested hardball team at them. Essendon supporters, I guess. So other than all the Essendon supporters in the media and Essendon supporters themselves, did anyone really think they were a chance? Nope. No. I had them ninth. I had them 12th. Stand by that too. Do you give a shit about the Commonwealth Games by Mothra? wasn't bad. No. Haven't watched a minute of it. Well, I did. I watched the. Nah, um, I, I watched it. Australia play Fiji today in the netball. We scored 108 goals, I think. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Didn't um? Didn't New Zealand get knocked out by some minnow? Uh, they New got Zealand beaten by minnow. Malawi. Malawi, no, but in netball they're not. I know. Um, they got beaten by Malawi, which is hilarious. 
Um, Isn't that where Angelina Jolie gets baby? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it was pretty much the uh, Pitt Jolie family playing. (laughs) Um, Adam Trelaw's girlfriend played in centre today. It was very impressive. Played a good game. So, yeah, I'll go for the Commonwealth Games thread. Also, more for the backfire of it, but name your club's winning streaks from Gisbert to Bates. Decided to start one saying North Melbourne plus one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike, I'm going to give uh, props to Mike for being the first person to say Collingwood, having Collingwood Melbourne plus one. Uh, what, what one? Oh, sorry, I didn't mind Melbourne become the first team to say no to pokey profits from Sir Hugh Percy either. That was pretty good. He caught he caught all sorts of fish in that thread, not just north ones. Yeah, I don't care. Right in time for Flog of the Year, we've been joined by Bay 13's resident ladder collector, Dan. Was that my intro, was it? That was your intro, yeah. Do you have any Flog of the Week nominations? Uh, God, there probably is, but I can't really think of any. What about Andrew Enjoy. Swallow? Is he a, is he a Flog? <laughs> Why, because of the Gold Coast stuff? Yeah. Uh, you should have gone to the Gold Coast now. Should have gone to the Gold Coast. Every fucking when when that shit was when that shit was going on, I would hear bitter bitter people yelling out, "Oh, you should have gone to the Gold Coast after." Maybe Andrew Slaw was listening. Like, yeah, I should have. <laughs> you had to think about it, Dan. Yeah. How was your banana at Saturday's game? <laughs> how, how was my what? Your banana. And why do you have your shoes off, you weird cunt? <laughs> and why were you holding two hands? Have I missed something? What? what <laughs> how, was, how was my banana and why was my shoes off? Well, there's only two it, other North supporters and Northern and you, so... You know. I'm assuming there's a photo of this individual that decided to have his shoes off and... Yeah. And eat floor bananas. Holding, holding. Yeah, the big strawberry big air. <laughs> if, if only he did, that would have been more compelling. Was he smoking on the toilet? This is another thing that's going to be taken into account. Can someone explain to me what this whole... Banana- oh, there was, a guy, there was a guy next to me and he had his shoes off. I don't know why. And then he had a banana on the ground in the photo that I took. And then in like a, about halfway through the last quarter or whatever, he ate the banana and it had been sitting on the ground the whole time. And it looked like it had been squashed. It was brown. So we decided it was you. If you really thought that was me... Did it occur to you just to go, hey? No, Dan, because any time I ever say Dan to somebody, if I ever do actually find you, you're just going to be like, no. <laughs> no, I wouldn't be like that. Anyway, Flog of the Week. Morgs, you wanted to go? Oh, that Carlton Laffrog, whatever. I can't pronounce his name. That dickhead who got so defensive over Jacob Wiedering. Grow up, you idiot. He's not very good at football. Uh, can I nominate Dan for Flog of the Week? Yes. <laughs> Took the real easy option with that Melbourne thread, Dan. What do you mean the real easy option? Well, you you sunk the boots in before whilst you're still at the time. Could have started any other time. Because the streak was about to turn 18. He was about to become an adult. And well, he didn't. Really... They should have ended it last year when they got two opportunities at it. And what else did I say? Oh, yeah, and Nathan Jones is a bald-headed cunt. We all know that. <laughs> and his little brother wants to be regarded in the same because he's got that same bald-headed romper-stomper look with the sleeve patch. You know, they're sooks. They complained about training. And, and we had this beautiful streak against them, and now it's ended. And that, that kind of sucks. So I'm being nominated for Flog of the Week because I created that, th- that thread. Yep. Who else we got? How about anyone with the name Connor and who comes from Ireland? 
they all seem to be fucking up this week, or last week. Mm. It's not been a good week to be an Irish person. Mm. What about Grug? What's Grug done? I don't know. He's just just being Who's drunk. Atten- is just an attention-seeking whore, is that, is yeah. that Vesti? It's Vesti. Oh, God, that shithead is posting shit on my profile and sending me messages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just all the threads and the talking in the third person and, yeah. Hey, do you want to be friends? No, I don't want to be your friend. Fuck off. Dan, you're a very unfriendly person, clearly. But it's Vesti, though. It's, I mean... But who else is it? Is it's all the port guys, isn't it, that jump onto that account, is it? I don't, I don't know how many of them it is, but as at least it's not just Bestie. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll nominate him. And isn't he liking his own posts? Grug's liking Red Vest's posts and Red Vest's is liking Grug's. Oh, wandering. I hadn't even considered that. Yeah, there's one on the main board. Like, I think his his first post is liked by Red Vest, and I was like, oh, is someone uh, chucking the old wanna? Wanna. Yeah, nah. Definite flog of the week. Next week's games, so we'll do the tips for those. We'll go through them really quickly. Who wants to take the tips for this week? Yeah, I'll do the tips. All right, Crows versus Collingwood at Adelaide Oval. Adelaide. Crows before hoes. What? Crows before <laughs> bros. Before spelt B-E-F-O-U-R. Giants and the poofs out at Canberra, I think that is. Just on a talking point on Giants, are we going to mention the fact that they've changed their name? Oh, yeah, they did too. They've gone and done the North and they've dropped the place and just called themselves Giants. But in capitals as well. So they're yeah, they've got to put it in capitals. Well, I'm going to go for Giants. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how they must be referred to from now on. The sound of the mighty Giants. No, I can't wait till someone like fucking Dwayne twigs to that. The Dwayne bot will be all over that. Richmond versus the Bryans at our cheat ground. Richmond. Dogs versus the Colas at Eddie had. Colas? Mm. You were never getting that tip from me. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't matter who you were playing. North versus Carlton. North. Uh, it'd be fun if Carlton won there, wouldn't it? Eagles versus the... Can't see him losing a game, what do you mean? Is, is this two home games in a row for the Swans? Sorry, the Suns. Yeah, it is. It's like it's this is this is a neutral game for West Coast. This is their first of two, three neutral games at Perth Stadium for the year um, against the Suns. I'll go with the Wiggles. Boo! Oh, hang on, you tipped us. Sorry, I got confused again. <laughs> you have to boo and clap, Bender. Gary Ablett. Just don't whack that fence when you do it. Essendon versus the pu- the Puffers. Oh, the Puffers, please. Hawthorne versus Melbourne in the merger game. Hawthorne. And Geelong versus St Kilda in the Chris Scott versus Richardson game, where I'm sure Richardson will just let them win. Of course he will, because he wouldn't want to actually have to take a stand and have a backbone. Spineless. What a typical fucking spineless St Kilda fuck he is. He belongs to that club. Uh, Geelong. To um, get a win without having the Devils threesome. That's in Geelong, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's a Geelong home game. Oh, but Geelong play home games not just at, Ge- at Geelong, Starburns. Mm, that's true. Only when it suits them. Mm, it's everybody else's fault. Wow! <laughs> Don't boo us loudly. <laughs> <laughs> they need a safe space. No wonder they didn't win on the weekend. They got triggered by the booing. <laughs> they thought they were back in the fucking G. <laughs> This is like Richmond all over again. If if Geelong got taken into the bush on a bus, they'd just play him booing. 
That reminds me of the um, prelim final the dogs played against the Giants. When, um, <laughs> the Giants actually complained that they felt that there was more dogs in the in the crowd than theirs, so and we booed them under the ground. <laughs> the Giants. This was the Flogcast for round four, Starburns, joined by Wishet. See you later. Morgs. Giants! Bender. Thanks for having me. Ants. Yeah, thanks for me having a bite there. Ants. Dan. Well, this is a waste of time. We've been here for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.